everybody. I hope you're doing well today. You're about to hear a sermon at Laurentian Wesleyan Church in North Bay, Ontario, Canada. Whether you attend our church or are listening for the first time, we sincerely pray this recording is of help to you. And don't forget, it's always better live. Join us each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Thanks again for listening. You know, this morning, I just want to talk for just a second from Ephesians, uh, the, the verse that, uh, that Tony read just a few minutes ago, uh, about one. It started off there in Ephesians 4, verse 3. It says, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. And you know what, this Carol even, even uh, talked some about her story. I hope that you, there was things along the way that you resonated with. And I hope you've had those experiences where you, you know, that you felt the Lord's presence. And uh, you felt, you know, uh, as, as you were reminded of some of his promises, how he could, how he helped you through. And uh, you know what? Sometimes we, we, uh, uh, we just call this a testimony, right? That Carol gave a testimony of the God's faithfulness. And you know what? You might have, you might kind of in all honesty look and say, boy, I don't know if I have experienced that. Well, part of it is that's why we have testimonies of others, that this is true, and you can lean on their faith, and you can say, God, would you, uh, would you do that work in me today? And so we, uh, we praise the Lord today. It says in verse 3, it says, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit and just as we, uh, as we just take a, just a moment here today at the close of our service, uh, I was struck as I looked at that verse, it says to keep the unity of the Spirit. You know, we have unity because of the Spirit, because of the Holy Spirit, because of what Christ has done in us as, fo- as his followers. We have it as a gift. You don't keep something that you don't have. But the message is there to guard it, to guard it, to guard that unity. You know, what? I think of it, it's not a perfect uh, example, but I think of it in this way. You know what? Some days, some days we are very proud to be Canadians, right? Some days we are not so proud <laughs> to be Canadians. And when we start getting our eyes on people, right? But whether we like it or not, we are. You know, I think, uh, I think everybody here is a Canadian. If you're not, I don't didn't mean to leave you out. But we are. And so how we live that out, that's, that's a different story. I think that's a similar thing in the church. We are unified because of Christ. So are we guarding that? Are we holding that? And it's, it's much more significant than our nationality uh, or where we live. And so I think there's just a few reminders, reminders here today. I don't know if you're like me, but, you know, when there's a blank to be filled in, i got to fill it in. So we're just going to kind of move through these for just a moment. Because some people have called that this passage could even be called the Constitution of the Church. It's kind of written. We kind of think of the American, we are one nation under God, you know, that. But Paul says several one statements here. And these can be reminders to us of what it means to be in unity. And he starts off there in verse 4. He says there is one, there is one body. 
There's one body. You know, this past Thursday after Bible study, we got, I can't remember how it started, but we got talking about being an organ donor, right? And how, uh, you know, some of you have firsthand experience about uh, uh, recipients of some of those things. And, you know, it can be a little bit of a, 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 a... a difficult conversation if you start thinking about it. And, you know, there's always that kind of like, isn't that weird? You know, like, isn't that weird that that person has that person's heart and, and those kind of things? And can I make a maybe a, a, an obvious statement that when, if you're going to donate your organs, it means that you have expired, right? That you have passed away, right? And there, there's also, you know, we talk about those those things. And it, can, it can be uncomfortable, and, uh, but it's such a wonderful blessing. I, if, you're, if you haven't signed that card, I encourage you to do it. I think it can be a wonderful blessing for people. But I think of the body of Christ. We know that Scripture talks about the body, uh, the church being like a body, and Christ is the head, and we are all, are all members of that body. And when you think about the heart. Let's just focus in on the organ, the heart organ. You think about that leaving the body, right? Well, the body suffers and the, and the organ can't do anything either unless it's connected to a body, right? And I think that that is a caution for us and an encouragement that we are part of one body, the body of Christ, and he has placed us here on purpose, and we have gifts and talents and ways that we can serve the body. And you know what? Of course, Scripture talks about this. Sometimes we lift up certain talents sometimes, and other talents, you know, we, we think, oh, wow, they can, they can really speak well, and well, they only sweep the floors, right? Well, in, in God's kingdom, that's, that, there's no up and down, right? We're all part of the body. We're one body. And that can bring us together. You should feel part of something. He goes on, there is one spirit. And it's talking about the Holy Spirit being that unifying thing. Jesus talked about, or in John fourteen twenty six, Jesus said this about the Holy Spirit, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Can I ask you, are you seeking after the Spirit's leading in your life? You know, I saw, Carol, you say, you know, talk about that in different ways, that you're trying to follow the Lord's leading and His, and his guidance. You know what? I love that, uh, that statement, you, uh, not to dissect your, uh, your testimony, Carol, but, you know, the, there was a statement that you made that the Lord hadn't led me somewhere else, and so I continued where I was. I think when you first realized you're going to be looking after your mom. And you know what? Sometimes that's how the Spirit can speak to us, right? Sometimes he, he, sometimes he'll split heaven and like put lightning in the place you're supposed to go, and those are wonderful things. But sometimes it's that obedient step. Are we seeking after the Holy Spirit's leading? That can bring us together. That can be a unifying thing. And he continues, just as you were called to one hope. When you're, you were called, one hope. Nothing holds men more firmly together than a common hope. You know, there's been lots of movies. I'm sure you've watched them as well. But, it, uh, you know, there'll be this little group that is against un- com- crazy odds. The odds are all against them. But they somehow have held on to this hope. 
and it helps them push through that barrier. Well, our hope is not just kind of pie in the sky, right? Our hope is in the person of Jesus Christ. That hope can bring us together. One hope. And verse 5 begins with one Lord. And we believe that that is speaking of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 5, 8 verse 6, it says, yet for, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and through whom we live. Lord, that word Lord it could be translated master. Who's the master of your, uh, of your life? Can I tell this just little story? John Galbraith uh, wrote an, auto, an autobiography about uh, his housekeeper. And this is what he said. It had been a wearying day, and I asked Emily to hold all telephone calls while I had a nap. Shortly thereafter, the phone rang. This is President Lyndon Johnston. Johnson. I'm calling for Mr. Galbraith. And the housekeeper said, he's taking a nap. He can't be disturbed. And he said, this is the president. I need to speak to him. (laughs) And she said, Mr. Galbraith, I don't work for you. I work for him. He'll call you when he gets up. And when, uh, when the president, they talked again, he said, I want that housekeeper to come and work at the White House. It made a big impression. Who is your master? Right? Is it split? Do really, when it comes right down to it, are you, are you, is your master your bank account? Is your master your family? Is it Jesus is Lord? That can bring us together. One faith. Faith is putting our trust and reliance on something beyond ourselves. Do we have that one faith? And then we get to one, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. What does it mean to be baptized? Again, Carol mentioned this today. We, we encourage every person to, uh, to, who has decided to follow Jesus to be baptized. But baptism is, is symbolic of the work that God does in us when he washes our sin away. You know, when we, uh, we at our church believe in immersion, and uh, you know, there's other churches do it different ways, but but it's the, it's the baptism that's important. If you're not, as I heard one person said, if you're not following Christ, it doesn't matter at all anyway, right? But when we immerse under that water, there's a sense where you're dying to yourself, giving that all up, and surrendering, and coming forward and saying, I'm a new person in Christ. And then, of course, it ends with one God. And we won't get into that today, but we can see a picture of the Trinity here in this passage, three a God three in one. As Christians, we acknowledge our complete dependence on God. He is our all in all. And I'll close with this, with this verse from Romans 11, verse 36. For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. One body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. And the question, just to close our time, as we've uh, worshipped together, as we've heard Carol's stories, we've looked at God's word, do you believe? Do you believe? Is God doing this work in you that is drawing us together as one, one body? 
thanks so much for listening today. It's our prayer that you would discover the love, joy, and purpose found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. We would love to hear from you, or better yet, why not visit us? You can find out more about our church at our website, LaurentianChurch.com. Laurentian Wesleyan Church, following Christ, growing together. Thank you.